0: Did you know, with thoughtful, advanced planning, you can extend your legacy of charitable giving beyond your lifetime, creating lasting benefits, and who doesn't love tax benefits? Daddy, I, I don't know what it's saying. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to DadSense, podcast for folks working for their financial future. Manage their financial presence The so right This podcast this host is hosted by my dad, Jason Fields And the of Stace Path Financial Advisor I love him And now your host, my daddy Aw, thank you, Jewel You did a great job You ready to start the show? Okay Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dad Sense, a show for family men and women looking to grow their financial future and manage their financial present the right way. We are all about family, food, fun, and finance. And ladies and gentlemen, you choose to listen to Dad Sense. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. Life in the Fugues family has been full of all kinds of, for lack of a better word, stuff. I acquired another financial advisor's investment advisory practice. This is the second acquisition in two years. It's been tremendous, growing like gangbusters, and I am feeling so blessed, so fortunate. We're actually pretty big now. We manage almost $120 million. We have over 300 clients, and we've got three staff members, two assistants, me, and another financial advisor. I'm loving it but we can work with our clients individually and give those clients the attention they deserve. My favorite thing is meeting with or conversing with clients, hearing about their lives, what's going on. And I couldn't do that without Amanda or Shante. Ladies, you are crushing it and I'm just so glad to have you on our team. Amber, she's been so busy with things, which is why she's not on the podcast today. She actually opened up another children's consignment shop, Amber's Turn. You should check it out, ambersturn.com. It's located at Neptune Beach here in Florida. And Amber's company, YOLO Consignment, is growing like crazy. I guess the Fuchs family is just a bunch of entrepreneurs. And I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we are so blessed, just so fortunate that everything is growing and going well for us. I've been skydiving in my off time like crazy. I'm actually working on a sponsorship right now. And no worries, I'm not going anywhere. I love being a financial advisor, love hosting the show. I mention all of that because my lovely co-host, my wife, she can't join us until her business slows down a bit. No worries, though. We still have a a, a ton of fun. I'm going to provide you valuable content. The new format is going to shorten each episode to under 15 minutes, and I'm going to try to do these every week. In the first part of the show, we'll have a brief rapport. I like sharing what's happening in my family's lives. Then we'll get into food. I love food. I love to cook, and it's something I love sharing with you all, but I think the food portion, it's going to be every other episode at least. I want the recipes I present to be exciting, and I'm just not sure that I can do that every week, so we'll kind of play around with that. No more QA on the show. So, I'm not answering questions on the show, but I'm still happy to answer your questions. So, if you have questions, let's see how, how many times I can say that word in, in two minutes questions. <laughs> send that to info at sagepathfa.com. I'd be happy to answer them. I'm going to put all that information in the description of the podcast. And please send us your recipes. So, not just your questions, but send us your recipes. I love trying new recipes. And Amber and Jewel, they enjoy it as well. I am recording on election day, and tomorrow is Amber's birthday. And we've got a lot of birthdays in November. Mine is the 28th. Jewel's is the 28th. We have the same birthday. It's pretty incredible. My brother is the 15th. My sister is the 24th. My sister-in-law is the 30th. And I already mentioned Amber, the most important one, the (laughs) 9th. So big, big month for our family. And we're just thrilled to be able to celebrate these special moments with one another. I would love to jump into the food portion of this show. What do you think? All right, let's get into it now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanksgiving is almost here. Uh, Can you believe it? I cannot believe that's already November. Every year, I smoke a giant turkey, and I like to try a new recipe each time. This year, I've got a simple and delicious turkey recipe that delivers a perfectly brined and smoked bird for your next Thanksgiving feast. It involves the use of apples, pears, and other citrus fruits. I've never done that with my turkey, so I'm intrigued. Ladies and gentlemen, give yourself plenty of time To cook this bird, trust the thermometer. Now, the turkeys I smoke heat up pretty quickly on the front end, but they tend to move slowly on the back end. So that last 20 degrees reaching your final destination temperature usually takes a lot longer than the first part of cooking the bird. Now, you want the temperature to be a low 225 degrees Fahrenheit on your grill, your smoker. And rule of thumb, you need about 30 minutes per pound. Now, the internal temperature of that bird should reach about 165 degrees Fahrenheit. Trust the temperature. I've done this many, many times. And like I said, those last few degrees at the end, 5, 10 degrees at the end, go tremendously slow. So just pay attention to the thermometer. Give yourself plenty of time. Always, always, doll your turkey in the refrigerator. Don't leave it out on the counter. You can do it in the cold water, but... Thawing your turkey in the refrigerator is the safest method because what happens is the turkey, it thaws out at a consistent, safe temperature. And it does take some time. So allow one day for each four to five pounds of weight. For example, your turkey weighs 16 pounds. Well, it'll take about four days to thaw. That's a general rule of thumb. And how much turkey do you need per person? Well, I am so glad you asked (laughs) (laughs) another general rule of thumb is about one, one and a half pounds of turkey per person. So if you got four to six people, you'd probably be good with 11 or or 13 pounds. That's probably a good range. Like I said, I'm really excited to check out this recipe. I'll let you know how it goes after Thanksgiving, so probably in December episode. But you can check out the recipe on our blog, sagepathfa.com forward slash blog let's get into the financial topic now. I think that's enough about food. My mouth is watering, so I'm going to try to get through this. (laughs) We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for joining us for the financial portion of the show. Did you know with thoughtful, advanced planning, you can extend your legacy of charitable giving beyond your lifetime creating lasting benefits for the organizations you care about. And if you decide to give back to society or maybe a particular cause, for example, as part of your legacy, there are many ways you can do so. Besides feeling good about giving back, a bonus of giving is that when you include sharing in your financial plan, you can make an impact while also receiving tax benefits, And who doesn't love tax benefits, right? (laughs) One type of giving is what's called philanthropic giving, and it addresses the root cause of social issues and requires a more strategic long-term approach. Ladies and gentlemen, here are six tips to help guide you as you work towards including philanthropic giving as part of your goals and your overall financial plan. Number one, identify your values. Determine your reason for giving and what you want to change. Since philanthropy is giving over time, determine how long you want to give and if you want it as part of your family's legacy, for example, for the next generation to manage. Number two, define your goals. Now, our financial team can help you define your goals and implement a giving plan as part of your overall financial plan. You'll evaluate how much you intend to give each year and when. And depending on your circumstances, you may include a giving schedule. For example, quarterly giving or maybe a one-time contribution each year. Now, other things to consider when defining your philanthropic goals include the following. A, you're giving in retirement. B, giving through your estate plan. And C, including giving as part of a business exit strategy. Now, remember, we're going through six tips. Let's talk about tip number three select your charities. To ensure your charity is legitimate, ask the charity for details about their mission and how they're going to use your donation. The charity should provide some proof that it's nonprofit. It needs to be a 501c3 public charity or a private foundation so that your contribution can be tax deductible. As a second fact check on the charity, you can visit the IRS's website. They have a tax-exempt organization search. I'll include that link in the description of the podcast. It's a list to ensure that the charity you're looking into is a reputable tax-exempt charity. Tip number four, understand how to maximize giving. Our team can work with your tax professionals to help you determine how to maximize the tax advantage of giving tax laws change all the time. And as those laws change, your financial plan and your giving plan may need to be revised so that you receive the tax benefits of your gift. Here are a few ways to maximize your giving. Talk about three of them. A, qualified charitable distributions. You might've heard the term QCDs in the past. Now, if you're 70 and a half or older you can use a QCD to donate directly from your IRA to the charity of your choice. This strategy allows you to deduct the amount transferred to the charity from your taxable income. You can use a QCD each year versus taking the distribution and paying taxes. B. Bunch your donations. When you make charitable contribution for several years at once, the total of your itemized deductions may exceed the standard deduction, and offer you some tax benefits. C, itemize your contributions. Charitable contributions can reduce your tax bill if you choose to itemize when filing your taxes. Work with your tax professional to determine how to itemize your giving if the total of your deductions plus charitable gifts equals more than that standard allowable deduction. All right, tip five, determine which strategies to use there are strategies you can utilize to help you organize your giving within your financial plan. For example, let's talk about three of them. A, B, C. A, charitable trusts. A charitable trust allows you to donate assets to a chosen tax-exempt organization to help you minimize your tax implications. And that's a good thing, right? (laughs) You definitely want to consult your legal professional and our team To help you understand how trusts work and if you intend to include giving securities as a part of your giving plan. B. Private foundations. A private foundation, or PF, as we call in the biz, (laughs) it's a nonprofit charitable entity, and it's created by an individual or by a business. An initial donation, known as an endowment, is used to generate income to make grants or charities. Per the foundation's charitable purpose, it's essential to consult with your financial, legal, and tax professionals to determine if a PF is appropriate for your situation. And again, that is something that my team and I would be happy to help with. C, donor advised funds. A donor advised fund allows you to donate cash or securities, and they're non refundable, to a nonprofit organization. Now, you may claim a tax deduction for the year you contribute to the DAF rather than the year your contribution goes to the charity. Now, there's a side note. If a DAF sounds appealing to you, stay in touch with our office and stay in touch with your legal professionals because proposed legislative changes, they might impact when donors can receive the tax deduction. I hope that makes sense. All right, and our last tip, consider giving other assets. There are other assets you can give to a charity that is not associated with securities. So we've got an A, B, C, and a D here. Now, A, real estate. If you have property you no longer need, you can donate it to charity. B, cash. With a cash gift, you might receive a tax deduction equal to the amount of money you donated minus the value of any products or services that you received. C, life insurance. You can actually name charity as the beneficiary on your life insurance contract, or you can choose to donate the cash value accumulation each year. D, art and collectibles. This is something that not many people think about. Now, often, gifted art and collectibles, they're auctioned to raise money at charity events. To use either as a part of your giving, have a certified appraisal completed with reporting. You need something in writing. And this is done so that you can submit the appraisal information and the donation documentation at tax time indicating the value of your donation. So, if you give something away without proper documentation, you may not get the tax benefits you want. So, consult with your tax professional regarding how to value and report those specific assets. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to wrap this up. In conclusion, please. Don't hesitate to contact our office to learn more about how we can help you develop a strategy that includes philanthropy in your financial plan. This can get really, really confusing, and you might make mistakes. And The problem is, if you make a mistake, it might take you a long time to figure out what that mistake is. I don't want that to happen to you, so please reach out to us and help. Our financial team is happy to work with your legal, your tax professionals, and together... We can help ensure that your goals are listed and the progress toward meeting your giving goal is reviewed regularly. And that's incredibly important. Call us if you have questions or if you want to schedule a meeting. Our number is 904-366-9388. You can also head to our website, www.sagepathfa.com. Click the calendar link at the top of the page. You can schedule time directly with me. I'm going to put all that information in the description of the podcast, so you have it. And you'll find, ladies and gentlemen, I'm freely giving up my time, so I'm happy to help. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so happy to be back. I am thrilled to be back doing Dad Sense. I've I've missed all of you so much. To all of our listeners, thank you so much for sticking around. You all make this show. You all. Give me the motivation to keep coming back for more. I appreciate all of you. Be well. Oh, oh, oh. Hello. It's me, Santa Claus. Otherwise known as Old Saint Sage Man. Jason has me on payroll so his three-year-old daughter can get all the hot toys ahead of schedule. I'm visiting from the North Pole so I can read the disclosure. We don't want to irritate regulators now, do we? Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation. FSC member, FINRA SIPC. FSC is separately owned in other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced or are independent of FSC. Jason Fuchs, Amber Fuchs, and SagePath Financial Advisors are unaffiliated. Ho, ho, ho.